재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM 아메리칸 싱어송라이터 Bob Dylan won the 2016 Nobel Prize for Literature, becoming the first musician ever to capture this prize and the first American writer since 1993 to do so. However, this award did spark some debate centering on the question, is a songwriter really eligible to win the Nobel Prize for Literature? To help us understand the issue better, we're very pleased to have joining us from the University of Bristol, English professor Danny Carlin. Hello. Hello there. Professor Carlin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Throughout the years, Bob Dylan has been cited as a possible candidate for the Nobel Prize. Uh, We see that there certainly has been mixed reaction to this. Uh, As far as uh, you're concerned, as a scholar uh, of of English, uh, what was your immediate reaction to Dylan uh, being announced as the winner for the Nobel Prize of Literature? Well, uh, I nominated uh, Bob Dylan for the Nobel Prize over a decade ago. Okay. Um, I didn't do so this time round. Um, I was delighted when he received the award, but I was surprised because I didn't think the Nobel Academy would be brave enough to do it. In terms of the debate that you've been hearing, I'm sure you've, as you say, you nominated him a decade ago, so I'm sure you've heard uh, counter-arguments to this. Uh, how would you make the case that he is an appropriate choice for the Nobel Prize in Literature? Well, I think in terms of uh, we're leaving aside the debate as to whether songs are literature, which I know is coming up later in the, uh, in the interview, if you think of the impact that he has had on um, popular culture, on um, people's appreciation of um, songwriting and music over more than 50 years. It's an extraordinary, a unique career. And um, I don't have any doubt whatsoever that in, in terms of my, my values and my my criteria that he is an appropriate choice for the prize. People will cite some of these uh, writers from the past, people who've uh, been considered to be uh, some of the greats in history. Uh, Would you think that uh, Bob Dylan could or deserves to stand shoulder to shoulder with some of these literary giants? Uh, Yes, I do. Um, Let me give you some examples. I mean, I think mainly of 19th and 20th century American poets. I think of Walt Whitman, of Emily Dickinson, of Ezra Pound, T.S. Eliot, Allen Ginsberg, Robert Lowell. And I also think of songwriters like Leonard Cohen, Bruce Springsteen, Joni Mitchell. But I think that Dylan himself would probably want to stand shoulder to shoulder with Woody Guthrie, Lead Belly, Hank Williams, Robert Johnson, and Blind Willie McTell. But if you if you think of, you know, is Dylan as great as Shakespeare? Mm. No. But nobody is as great as Shakespeare. Right. So I think that's a, 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 <laughs> that's a non-problem. There is also this idea, and I suppose this is sort of how the lay people, even myself, would kind of naturally uh, jump to the conclusion. If you hear the word literature, you think 
a novel or you think some sort of uh, work that entails even maybe poetry. But do song lyrics uh, count as literature uh, or what would you make of the argument of some people saying that songwriting and poetry are actually uh, entirely different arts? Okay, let me say, there's a perfectly good case for saying that Dylan should not have been given the prize if you believe that literature is confined to words on the page. Mm. But I do think that's a, a narrow and overly conservative definition. Literature, in the sense of the creative and imaginative use of language, existed long before writing. You know, the first poems were songs. Right. Poems and stories circulated orally for centuries and continue to do so today. Text-based literature is a relatively recent phenomenon. I mean, I think the Nobel Academy has finally recognized that the arts of poetry and song, they're not identical, but they're also not completely separate. So there are poems that work only on the page, and there are songs that work only as vocal performances, but there are also mm-hmm. many compositions where the boundary's not so rigid, and Dylan's art belongs in that uh, area. And this might be something that you would feel to be a facetious argument. Uh, I've heard this uh, among some people who've been discussing this as well, is that, yes, certainly uh, the lyrics uh, are profound, and certainly his impact uh, on society uh, throughout the decades has been immense. Uh, But this was part of his art form, uh, which was song. Um, The music played a large part of it, his, his compositions. And the argument that these people are making is that if you just put his words to paper, how does that necessarily stand up to the great poets of the time? How would you rate him as a poet versus being a musician? Well, with, with respect, I do think that's the wrong question. Okay. Because to me, Dylan's songs are what I would call performance texts. That's to say that the text of a Dylan song, if you like, is not the words on the page or even the words in a musical setting like a song by Schubert or Benjamin Britten. But his performance as released on an album or a CD. And I think it's recording technology that's made a huge difference here. Because if you think about it, only in the 20th century did it become possible for a performance to be preserved like a text. And this technology allows lovers of Dylan to listen to his songs again, to live with them, to revisit them, as you would reread a book. So it's a living, dynamic form. Separating words and music from the vocal performance of the singer is is an artificial thing to do. This is a new form, a new form of literature, I I would argue. And I think Dylan is a a great, perhaps the greatest practitioner of Mm. that form. In terms of his legacy... Professor Carlin, and if we talk about our listenership, a lot of them are of the so-called millennial generation, and uh, many of them haven't been around during uh, Dylan's heyday. Uh, I'm sure most people are familiar with some of his more uh, notable songs, Blowing the Wind, etc. Do you think his work continues to reverberate around the world today? Yes. I mean, the the millennials that you describe weren't alive when Scott Fitzgerald wrote Great Gatsby either. They continue to read it. So Dylan continues to sell out concert venues at the age of 75. And I mean, I've been to recent concerts, and they're full of young people. Mm. 
his recent albums have been very successful. Now, of course, you know, it's hard to second-guess posterity, you know? None of us know, really, what people are going to be thinking after 100, 200 years. But he's had a career over 50 years, and I think it's possible to say that his place in the history of literature and popular culture is secure. I'd put a bet on it. Uh, and that he will continue to be admired and studied for many, many years. Going forward, does this uh, set a precedent in your view? Does this open the door for the Nobel Prize in Literature to be given out to uh, notable songwriters uh, in the future? And I know this is <laughs> I mean, completely an outlandish example, but uh, let's say it, it, decades from now, uh, a notable hip-hop artist, uh, Kanye West or, or somebody, uh, they could be perhaps considered for the Nobel Prize? Uh, I, I honestly don't see why not. But it is a question of how you value the achievement. What I think the Nobel Academy has done is to expand the category to, uh, in, you know, for, for what can be considered as literature. I do think that's a good thing. Uh, like I say, I mean, I think I recognize the logic and the force of the counter-argument. I disagree with it. And I do think the Nobel Academy has done the right thing. And what that means is that, yes, if there is a, a singer-songwriter in the future who does something with their art as great as Dylan has done with it, I don't see why they shouldn't be a candidate for the prize. Just a final question, and this is somewhat related to Korea. A lot of Koreans would like to see some of their uh, great uh, uh, authors uh, be recognized on a global stage. But uh, many, uh, I suppose, notable writers from countries all around the world who don't have that fame, there is that other counterargument that um, perhaps uh, the Nobel Prize helps to shed a light or a spotlight on some of these other uh, Achievements? Uh, do you? Do you? How, how would you? I suppose uh, argue against that thought, where perhaps it could be given to someone a little more obscure who's also accomplished a lot in this field. I don't have. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to set uh, the award to Dylan against um, the, the the value of any other writer or artist, and I do think that does both him and the Nobel Academy a kind of injustice. Any, any prize in any year of this kind means one winner and many losers, or many people who didn't get it, and many of those people who didn't get it could well have got it and deserved it, and people would have been pleased. And, and um, So I think that the award to Dylan shouldn't be seen in any way as a, a light on any other writer or artist. It seems to me to be in, intrinsically a really good choice. Um, but I don't think that it should um, affect the way that we think of the the value of any other writer or artist. And I, and I think in a way it's up to the Nobel Academy to make those judgments uh, as to you know whether writers from other cultures uh, deserve the prize, and if so, which ones. Right. I want to thank you uh, for your time, Professor Carlin. I uh, really appreciated your insights on this issue. Thank you. You're welcome.